What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Stefan Five Podcast. I hope everybody's having a good day today. All right, a few things we're going to go over. Uh, What ERIS stands for, my rotary and lunch after uh, after the fact. Uh, the Scared Client, Jay Ramirez, uh, Chief Carroll, Structure Meeting, and Google. Okay, so I'm putting together, as you know, a sales script, uh, memorizing every word for these language patterns and everything else. So there's, according to Jordan Belfort, there's three tens, your uh, sales prospect have to get to a 10, 10, 10, ideally, depending on the personality trait. So the three tens are on a scale from one to 10 is you as a human being or salesman, whatever your product and your company. So my language pattern for my company, it, you know, lends to the fact that, uh, Electrolux was handpicked by NASA to manufacture this cutting edge technology. And they're the only ones that have the right or the, the to manufacture it. So you're not going to get it anywhere else. And then, you know, the name changed to Eris and Eris stands for something Electrolux, whatever. So that was my plan for my language pattern. So when I ask Dennis what it stands for, he says, yeah, but don't tell people that because then they associate that with vacuums and they don't, they don't think it's any good. And he actually had an experience where that was the case. So I can see why you wouldn't want to do that. Uh, however, I do think that in the proper context, it, it adds credibility instead of takes away. Uh, because if you just let them decide, you know, make the connection from Eris or whatever, then, then they're going to think, you know, lack of credibility and things of that nature. But if you're in the conversation with them and you explain like the story and then, and you could add credibility. So I feel like it could go either way. So I think that's a little bit of a blanket statement based off of an experience, but either way, I, I puts me in a position because it's like, it feel uh, I feel like I'm kind of defying his advice, but I feel like his advice is just uh, a kind of a knee-jerk reaction to an experience, but a, a good one too, because he legitimately, after that happened, he called whatever corporate and they changed their marketing online. They did not associate Eris with Electrolux when people are actually poking around online. And I think that is very smart. However, in the sales encounter, uh, giving that backstory, I think would actually strengthen things, but whatever, all you can do is test, test, test. So anyway, so there's that, that was a little bit of a blow, but what do you do? You know, I'm not even to that part, uh, of my script anyway, which I'm getting close, but anyway. Okay. So then I had rotary really hoping to run into Kilgo, Dr. Kilgo, the superintendent of the school system here in Bider. Cause I know what I'm talking about now. And I've got some stats as far as like before and after sick days, uh, with the active peer technology, but either way, he wasn't there. Pretty lame meeting, hardly anybody there, but, uh, but it was all right. Uh, and then Derek, my guy from church, Derek Barber, entrepreneur, you know, been through hell with his journey as far as, uh, building a business. And, uh, he took me to lunch and man, God, I needed that. I really did. Like, (laughs) <laughs> I guess anybody that makes it went through hell. There's just no way around it. Uh, 
Well, according to him, and I believe it because I'm going through it. But uh, but it was it was good because he just said, you know, basically he's like, you just don't stop, man. Don't stop because you will make it, you know, and that's what they say. You just got to keep going. But the wins aren't necessarily the result of the effort put in. It's just the fact that you put the effort in time and time and time again. That's the win. That's what you need to derive your positive emotion from the fact that you actually did what you said you would do. And I'm actually well aware of that. But, you know, to be reminded of it is you need that. You need that because you get distracted by circumstances and you go doing this and that and everything. And then you think back, you're like, wow, if I would have just been like, no, I'm not getting distracted. I'm going to keep doing this and keep doing this. I mean, you just go back a, a week or two and it's like, man, if I would just stay focused on what I predetermined to do, how much faster you would reach success or, you know, some type of, of something. And basically it comes down to just talking to people. You got to get out and actually talk to people about your product. So, so I went from there to go talk to chief Carroll and, uh, he wasn't there a little frustrating, but what do you do? You know, late lunch, whatever is what they said. So he's gone. So I'm like, okay. So I go by a client's house cause they don't answer the phone and they're really good about updating their equipment and their equipment needs an update. You know, they need a cell in their uh, sanctuary in their air duct system unit. And then they need, uh, they need filters in all their other units and maybe a bulb in their beyond guardian air, which they'd probably opt for based on their, uh, renewal history. Like they'll probably just go ahead and do it since I'm there. But they don't answer the phone, so I just swing by the house because it's in Bider. And, uh, and that was a very strange experience. Uh, and, like, when I knocked on the door, it was like this, this young girl came to the door. And the door that – it was a door within the door with the people. You know, it's on hinges. It's small. You know, it's probably four inches by four inches. But uh, – and, and, like – and so then she gets on uh, – live or whatever the facetime and like points the thing at me and they're like oh what do you want what do you want and i'm like oh work on your air units you know we manufacture the air units you know you're due for a, a service uh, that's what i'm here for and they're like okay uh, leave a card and we'll, we'll call you and schedule and, and schedule a, a time and i'm like oh well, okay that works so i go to give her a <laughs> a business card and like no she was not taking it she's like leave it outside so yeah, COVID, man. I'm assuming it's a COVID. It's a COVID concern. So, that's that's the world we live in. People are very concerned, and I, I, you know, I guess you can't blame them because if you were to get COVID and die from it, it is a brutal death. But I sure wouldn't want to live like that. So anyway, had that experience, which was a little bizarre. But hopefully they'll call because you know they need to. Anyway, I then I don't have nothing to do. It's like, I want to talk to chief Carroll, but anyway, I get a call from Jay Ramirez, that client that's upset about his, the cost of the filters that come every year and everything else. Cause he feels like, like he wasn't told or whatever. And it just seems like he's always trying to get something. So, and it's really not worth my time to go change a ball, but it's like, well, I got nothing better to do anyway. So I might as well go talk to him. So I just go with zero expectation. And, uh, but then as I'm on my way there, I'm like, yeah, he'll buy at least one filter because there's just no doubt that it's going to be visibly way worse, you know, in that, in that beyond guardian air. 
And yeah, sure enough, I showed him and I explained how the carbon doesn't have a charge. You know, it only lasts so long. It's not clumping the particles together to stop it and give the photocatalytic converter the pure air that it needs to produce that quality of a particulate. So I explained that to him and then I showed him. I just showed him how dirty the thing was. And it was like, it was a no brainer. Even to the point he wanted to replace all the other filters. But he wanted to talk to Dennis first because he wanted to see if he could get a deal because he felt like he was unaware, you know, but he didn't have the other filters with him. He just moved and they're still in storage or something. So we did get those changed and he just moved. So like I said, and he has two air conditioning units in this new home. And uh, so I told him about the, the unit that goes in the air ducts and, uh, and he wants them. Of course he can't afford them right now, but he does want them. So hopefully we can get him uh and get him squared away with that here in the near future so that actually turned out to be a win he's a pretty decent guy i mean you know once you just know where he stands and whatever i mean it was a it was a pretty good pretty good conversation i guess as far as me conveying what it is we have to offer because he he got it you know he understood and he wanted it but he's cheap so he's you know you know sit on it for a minute but i think if i follow up i can definitely close those uh sanctuary deals and get those filters replaced in the angels okay and then I'm going to go to the shop, right? Drop off my slip, you know, because I just did a deal or whatever and, and whatever. And But then I was like, no, nope, I got to go see if I can talk to Chief Carroll. So I drive all the way back to Vider and he's there. I got to wait on him, but he's there. So he comes out and uh, I actually said uh, Steve Williams with uh, with Eastgate Church. So that's actually a good, uh, that's a good in because they'll come and then they do recognize me. If they know anything about the church, they'll typically recognize me. And he sure did. And uh, so I just told him right away. It's like, it really doesn't have anything to do with the church, but I'm in the air quality business. And, uh, we have a technology that, uh, kills orders, germs, everything else it legitimately kills COVID, you know, tested it, you know, in FDA labs and everything else. And, uh, we just came out with a car unit and it's very popular with, with police stations. That's what I told him. And uh, we sold a bunch to Beaumont. And I just wanted to make sure that Vider knew that we had him. So he was actually really interested. Gave him a flyer. He gave me a business card. I gave him a business card. And he said they have COVID money. And he's going to try to get it spent here. So, man, I guess I'll just follow up in a couple days. And hopefully get that deal done. So that's a pretty good win. So went to structure meeting. And uh, structure meeting is the monthly meeting at Eastgate Church with all the leaders. The department head leaders get together and Pastor and Jacob tell us, you know, a little review on the previous month and then talk about the month, the two months, two to three months to come and what's planned out and put the heat on to get your stuff scheduled. You know, that's basically it. Cast Vision casting too. It's a pretty powerful meeting, uh, mostly, most of the time. And, uh, so anyway, went to that and uh, pastor's out of town. So there was a video of him, which was cool. And uh, we're having a ministry fair next Sunday night. And we're really casting a vision for 2021. So we're going to hit every door. We're going to knock every door. And that really falls heavily on me because I'm over the outreach. So, but that's the deal. Like it's, it's done. Like the switch has already been flipped. Like we are going to knock every single door in 2021, maybe twice. Who knows? Maybe five times. We don't really know what, how, what, the size of the undertaking is you look at it from one angle and it looks super overwhelming and then if you look at it 
if you just break down the numbers and see how many people we have in the church, it really doesn't seem like much at all, but you actually got to show up and work to make it happen. So who knows how it's going to go, but we will knock every door this year. So we're having a ministry fair to get people involved in the church. And we're doing that after the service where we cast vision Sunday night. So they've conflated the Eastgate loves Vider, which is Derek, the guy I had lunch with yesterday. So that's pretty cool. And outreach my ministry there. So we're going to, and you know, it's, it's and it's all one and the same, right? It's all just Eastgate, but that's pretty cool that we got that uh, that together. But that's a whole big responsibility now. What did Pastor say? God, he told us to take notes, and I did. Uh, there's three things that we need to uh, think of when building our booth: uh, form, form, what it looks like. I don't know. Is that the word he used? But basically, what he looks. What it, okay, what it looks like. Okay, I think it was form because I think it was four, three Fs. The form, like what it looks like, and then the. I can't remember the middle one, but it was like it did like tactically proper. Right, like like you have to have like uh, documentation or things that actually clarify what it is your ministry does and what exactly is uh is expected of people that would want to give in that area. And what exactly we're looking for, like the hours and the this and the that. And I don't know the word he used. I think it began with an F. And then there's follow-up. So you basically make, you, you, you convey what it is you need from the people. And then that sparks interest. They sign up and put their information. And then the third thing is like, you actually have to follow up with them and let them know, okay, I got your stuff. We're excited to move forward and all that. And that is absolutely, that's business 101. Uh, you know, it's all in the follow up. And then you got nothing to follow up on if you're not clear. And then you're not going to come to you if you don't have a, a good storefront. So it's, it's really, it's, it's exciting. It's short notice, but it's not really short notice. I mean, we all knew it was coming, but you know, now I got to put together a booth and everything. So hopefully we can get, uh, we can get that. I'll probably have to swing by and see Derek and uh, put put our heads together sometime this week just to do that. But anyway, I'm just thinking out loud now. So lucky y'all. Okay. And I missed prayer last night. So we have structure meeting before prayer meeting the first Monday of every month, you know, provided we don't have a hurricane or pandemic or something. So prayer was right after structure and I missed it. And that is like not very common. Like, I've not missed prayer, but I don't know. I might be rationalizing, but I got a phone call from Google and I'm switching over. If you've listened to the podcast in the past here, I'm switching brand and domain and setting up email IPs and like connecting the, the, the email, the, the domain. There's so much stuff. Like I, I don't even know how to say what I'm about to say. There's things like, uh, C names and DNS records like that are on the back end of these domains on the internet, which people don't even, they've never even heard of those terms. And I never did. Well, there's about, I don't know, three to five more terms other than DNS records and, and C names. And I don't even know what those things are. Like I've done enough to know that they exist and copied code and put it here and there in the past and be like, Oh, finally I got it done. But there's like three to five more terms and codes that have to be taken from here to put in here. And like you register as like a, like 
a certified email marketer and all that. And you got to connect all this stuff. I had no idea. So I had completely sabotaged myself. My business smells like new as far as email marketing is concerned by just trying to get the easy, you know, just whatever, just trying to make do, but the, you can't do that. So now resetting all this up and making sure things, I just mentioned it at the end and told the guy, this Indian dude. And he's like, well, I make a recommendation. And then he's like, okay, go back. And my phone is dying. So that's the thing. I got a call from this dude and it's like, okay, I got to get this set up. Like I'm finally getting a call back. I've got to get this set up. So I figure it's going to take just a minute and then I'll just be a little bit late for prayer. Well, anyway, he calls, I get it. And we do this and we do that. And we do that. And my phone is dying. And it's like, oh God, I hope I get this done. We get it done. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe my phone uh, didn't die. Thank God we got it done. And we're like, okay, now I just want to make sure my IP address, I got a new IP address so I can do email marketing. He's like, okay, I have one recommendation. Okay, go back here and go do this and do that. And like for another 20 minutes, and thank God my phone did not die. We did a bunch more like certifying like all this stuff for email and everything. And it's just like, I cannot remember what we did, but it was like, it was deep. It was deep into the settings of Google and ClickFunnels. And I wonder if I need to do that with my email autoresponder, like super, some things within there, but either way, like he's like, you're set now. Like now you're good. You can send emails and you're not, you got to go do stuff like that. And I had no idea. So I'm sure that didn't make the most sense but <laughs> that's all I got for today. So that's exciting. That's exciting that now can go. So what, what, what needs to happen now, that email list is, is something that's on the focus list. So, and that's, so there's a struggle there. So that's, that's the thing. So it's focus, 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 focus. Uh, I heard a story one time, someone ran into Mark Cuban and said, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. I got eight different businesses and blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this. But of course he didn't have no money or whatever. And he says, you got any advice? He goes, yep, you're not going to like it. Shut down seven, focus on one. And it's like, man, when I heard that, I had a bunch of things going and I was like, oh yeah, well that's right for other people, but not me. And it's like, it's, that's right for everybody. Like you can have a hundred businesses but you got to start with one. You can't start with more than one because you're only getting half. Because once you get it perfected, then you can either automate it or delegate it. But if you're starting a business, you cannot start two. You have to start with one. Nobody has ever, that in my, to my uh, knowledge, nobody's ever defied that law, so to speak. And whatever, this was years ago when I heard that. So it's like, that is so important. That is so important. So I go, I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on this. And then you get distracted and then you're doing more than one thing. So now, I mean, all the focus is on selling active peer because the, that's a no brainer because all you got to do is sign them up. You just fill out the paperwork and basically all the shipping and the manufacturing is like, you just turn it in and that happens for you. And that's a, that's a big blessing, right? I mean, Instead of having to manufacture things and all that, like this, all you got to do is know how to size them up and then talk them into buying it and then sign them up and then you make money. Like it's a really awesome opportunity and I'm truly passionate about it. So where I'm struggling now is like, am I too fragmented by having an online goal and an offline goal? And I do feel the split. 
I do. Like, I need to just focus on one. So that's tough. That's tough. I can't quite do it. Like, because I just have so much invested into the online. Like, I know there's so much potential there. And then, but the offline is like straight up. Like, you get in front of somebody and they buy. Like, you're actually, you're making money. But the online get, lets you do that at scale. And then you make a whole bunch of money. So I don't know. So basically, what online sales is, is it's a, it's a mirror image of what you do offline at scale. So you kind of have to do offline first. And uh, so I'm doing that. But also the email thing, it's like I just can't. I just believe to the core of my bones. And I just and I feel like God is telling me that your email list is. Well, and it just is like the numbers are in like your email list is your most important thing in your business. Because because you that's your that's your that's your your clients your customers or whatever and that's how you can communicate with them for essentially almost nothing and and send them offers and then they buy stuff and you make money and it just hasn't gotten to where the list is even the list right because of all this havoc around the brand and the email ips and the you know all that stuff it hasn't actually been a list like it's 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 there, but it's not really there. The connection hasn't been made. So now I just got to sew up these things and make that connection. And now that list is there and to write an email and there's five emails already written. And then to write an email to send an offer is just a minimal amount of work. So that's something that just really needs to be in place. So am I rationalizing? So I don't focus on offline so I can, you know, be right. Or is that like that important that I got to do it? So that's the big question. That's the big question. And I'm not going to get all upset about it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Like, I, I think, yeah, so whatever, you know. But I mean, one would say you got to do email. That's the most important thing. Most people would. Anybody that's made any money online, they're like, no, that is absolutely the most important thing. But then when you need to eat, then you also need to do the thing. I'm rambling now. I'm just thinking out loud, whatever. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. But, but that's that. But hey, maybe by today I'll have the email all set up and it won't matter. And I'll just whatever. Send one email a day and then I'll work my offline. Yeah, it's simple. Let's see if I can get it done today. 22 minutes. All right, y'all. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.